Back at it again. Welcome to Fantasy OT. Today we're going to discuss some key injuries around the league. First up, Terry McLaurin. Unfortunately for Terry McLaurin, he suffered a turf toe in the second quarter of his last preseason game against the Ravens. Fortunately, it does not sound serious. After an MRI that showed no structural damage, there's optimism that he might be able to play in week one. Turf toes are always kind of tricky. There can be a three to four week timeline or longer depending on how bad it is. But since he avoided structural damage, I would imagine he's going to try to muscle it out. The commanders are probably going to be conservative with their best player. But if McLaren has a say, I'm sure he's going to do all he can to convince the doctors that he's good to go for week one. What this does for Jahan Dotson is boost his value even more. We saw him get a huge jump the second McLaurin left the game. And I think if McLaurin does miss any time, Dotson's value is going to go up even more. He was already a prime breakout candidate. I think McLaurin's going to find a way to get on the field. If he does manage to miss any time, it'll be surely minimal. I would think at most a week. Right now, McLaurin's being taken in the fifth round, and I think this injury doesn't change that much. I would still take him around the 50th pick. Next up, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And Jigba unfortunately suffered a stress fracture in his wrist requiring surgery. He's already had the surgery, so he's on the mend. And from what Coach Pete Carroll said, it sounds like it's a three to four week timeline in terms of recovery. I would be a little leery of that. Carroll has always been a little bit too optimistic in the past. And I think Jigba may actually miss the first week. Hopefully not. But since it's an injury to his wrist, the thing he needs to do his job, it makes me a little bit concerned. Right now, he's being drafted in the eighth round, which I think is still appropriate for him. Even if he does manage to miss a game or two, I think in the long term, he's definitely going to return dividends on that pick. Next up, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks unfortunately suffered an LCL sprain in his knee during practice recently. I think he went up for a pass and he landed awkwardly. And with LCL sprains, usually there's a four to six week timeline in terms of recovery. And we're not really sure of the severity of this one. So it's kind of hard to tell if he's going to miss time or not. It sounds like he may, just because the injury was so close to the season starting, and I would think with the Titans having DeAndre Hopkins and Chigakwankwo and obviously Derrick Henry, that they would be able to manage without him. So I'd be a little leery of drafting him in that 10-11 turn. At this point, if you can wait till the 11th-12th round to get him, that might be a better place to grab him, just because of the nature of this injury and the unknown around his health status. Next up, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle suffered a midsection injury during practice recently, but from what it sounds like, there's a lot of optimism from both him and the beat writers. He's been on the sidelines doing rehab. Everyone says he looks spry and like himself, and he even himself said that he's going to be ready for week one or be back really soon, as he says. And that usually tells me that the team is just being conservative and making sure they don't push their star player too much before the season starts. I expect Waddle to be out there for week one, and he's still a top 25 pick. Next up, Cooper Cup. After Cup suffered a hamstring injury a couple weeks ago, it sounds like he's all systems go. He's back on the practice field, and it sounds like they're going to start ramping him up the closer we get to the season. I still think Cup is a top five pick. I wouldn't worry too much about this hamstring injury, even though it is a soft tissue injury. I think the Rams were just being careful with their best asset. Next up, Jerry Judy. As if we needed another reason to worry about Jerry Judy. I was already not a big fan of drafting him this year, and this just all but solidifies it. Judy suffered a hamstring injury recently, and the Broncos said that he's going to be out for several weeks. That could mean anything. And with the injury being so close to the season, and with him having the injury being bad enough to where he needed to be carted off, it makes me really worried. It's all but a guarantee that he's going to miss some time. I don't think he's going to be ready by the start of the season. And even though it's a grade one, and that usually means it's not as severe, 
It's a soft tissue injury for a wide receiver, and it doesn't take much to re-injure something like this. Right now, he's being taken around the 5-6 turn with that 60th pick, and I think that's way too early for someone like him. I would even wait until the 10th round, and even then, I'd be a little nervous, just because he hasn't really put together a solid season and has struggled with drops and injuries and just consistency in general. Coming up next, Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco just made his preseason debut today. He looked great. He's coming off of offseason shoulder surgery. He was cleared for contact. He's been taken in the seventh round, and I think you can continue to take him there. Next, uh, Pacheco's teammate, Kadarius Toney. I was already really leery about drafting Tony before this injury, and this also just confirms that you may want to think twice about reaching for him. He has talent, no doubt, but I believe this is his sixth injury during his three years in the league, and this is an injury to his knee. He had surgery on his meniscus after the first practice, and it's already a bad omen coming into this year. They're really unclear about whether or not he's going to be ready for the start of the season, but I would imagine they're going to play it careful with him given his injury history and the fact that he's supposed to be their number one receiver. And I just think whether or not he makes it out there for week one, he's going to be limited. They're going to put him on a snap count. And I would think it's more than likely that he's going to miss some time. I don't think he'll be ready by week one, given that they're being so vague about it and how they were talking about other people needing to step up in case they're missing Tony. Right now, Tony's being drafted in the seventh round around that 74th pick. And just like Judy, I think that's way too early. I would not reach for him there. If anything, I might consider him around the 10th, 11th round if he's still available. But I fully expect his ADP to drop the closer we get to the season, just because the status around his injury is not very promising. Next up, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow suffered a calf injury really early on in training camp as well. And there was a lot of fear that he would actually miss the first three, four weeks of the season. But Zach Taylor has painted a different picture recently. He made it seem like Burrow's not only in great spirits, but he's looking the best he ever has, as he put it. I would still take Burrow in the fifth round around that 50 pick. I think he's a great candidate to have a top five QB finish. And I wouldn't worry about drafting him there. The Bengals need him. And I think they can't afford to not have him on the field. They definitely were being extra cautious with their best player, and I fully expect him to be out there week one. Next, uh, Miles Sanders. After suffering a groin injury, it sounds like Sanders was able to put it behind him. He's back on the practice field, and it seems like the Panthers are going to ramp up his workload. I wouldn't expect him to repeat the success he had last year, but I would feel comfortable drafting him in the fifth round. I don't see his ADP dropping very much. Last on our list, Jonathan Taylor. I wanted to spend some time on Taylor just because of the ambiguity around the situation. I don't know if the injury is really preventing him from practicing or if it has more to do with his contract situation. The Colts imposed a trade deadline per se, saying that he needed to find a trade partner by this upcoming Tuesday. But if he doesn't, I don't know what's going to happen. If his injury is really serious, he may stay on the pup list and have to miss the first few games of the season. Or if he does find a trade partner, that'll completely change his draft spot. At this point, it's hard to tell. I mean, he was a top 12 pick, but I think he may fall to the second round just given the situation. I mean, right now, it's really difficult to tell how this is going to play out. I really couldn't say one way or another. It seems like he is truthfully injured, in my opinion. I mean, he also has a back injury. And if both of those things are playing a role in his ability to be the guy that he is, which is a physical runner, it's definitely going to impact him on the field. I would continue to look for updates, but at this point... I can see Taylor slipping to the top of the second round. And if you can get him there, it might be worth the risk. Those are some updates on some key players around the league. Please subscribe and let me know your thoughts in the comments below.